everybody. Welcome to Wind Down Wednesdays with me, Ashley. And me, Amber. Yeah. I mean, how's everybody doing? <laughs> I know I'm doing good. I have like a big cup of uh, mucho mango. Again, I'm going for mucho mango for the second week in a row okay it's like arizona flavor mucho mango juice and then i have it actually mostly filled with gray goose so i intend on drinking this entire cup before we finish this recording and i'm looking forward to uh to where the conversation goes <laughs> <laughs> very nice i'm drinking mm. a peruvian soda yeah. called inca cola oh uh, i love that oh my gosh you bet have you ever where had did you get that no my mom likes to shop at Western Beef in Mineola, and they have like a whole selection of Peruvian foods, and they have Inca Cola okay. there. So she nice. went out there and got me a case of Inca Cola, so I'm drinking Inca Cola, and I'm loving life right now. I love that. I've never had that before, but it sounds delicious. Like they have, um, what is that, Jibaritos, that, that orange pop drink that they sell in some mm-hmm. of the bodegas. And then what is it, Colombiana? I don't like Colombiana. Anybody who's listening, Colombiana is a soda. Have you ever had it? Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. It's like drinking maple, like, like a, a carbonated maple syrup. It yeah, is it's so sweet. It is just so disgusting. So stay away from Colombiana. <laughs> All right. So, so what are we going to be talking about tonight, guys? We're talking about gender stereotypes. And it feels like 2020 is, I don't know, for me, it feels like it's like the year of the gender. I don't know, 2019, 2020, everybody's talking about genders and stereotyping. Um, and just like everything else, Ashley and I have completely different viewpoints on this topic and what, and, and what, what uh, gender roles we prefer. So, Ashley, tell me a little bit about how you grew up and how you think it formed your opinion on how you live today according to, you know, that, that female, how you live out that female role today. So I know I've mentioned in the past that, you know, my mom was a working mom um, from when I was like in kindergarten. So she was a stay-at-home mom. And then once I turned five years old and started kindergarten, she started working. And since then, that's like all I remember. So growing up, I mean, my mom was working and that was just it. You know, I only saw a strong female going out, making money, bringing home the bacon. Um, My dad obviously also worked. So they were more of a partnership when it came to the household. And it's funny because uh, in Peru, if you are middle class, or consider middle middle class, you tend to have a housekeeper that lives in your home with, with the family. And uh, we did. We had a housekeeper live with us and take care of my sister and I when my mom was still at work and, you know, do all the cooking and cleaning. And that was just totally normal for us. It was not even a question. It, it, that's just how life was. So while obviously our housekeeper was female, you know, and always expected to be female, I never really grew up with the mom doing like the cleaning and the cooking and all of that. So it's kind of interesting and and different. So when I was growing up, um, my mother did not work, actually. She didn't work until um, I was probably in fifth grade. And when I was younger, well, I won't say she didn't work at all. My father had a really successful, uh, it wasn't always really successful, but when I was younger, it was like a starting shipping business that turned into a, a bigger company when I got into my teens but she was always kind of like his, 
his secretary, for lack of a better term. And, uh, and she called herself that. And she was a stay-at-home mom. And she did all the cooking and the cleaning and all that stuff. And, you know, my mom had me when she was 18 years old. So um, she talks about it a lot, how she was really happy and eager to just kind of slip right into that, that house mom position. That's all she ever wanted in life. And that was really all that my my grandmother conveyed to her was important is that, okay, you're going to, you know, you're going to learn how to keep a house and you're going to learn how to cook and you're going to learn how to do all of these things because this is what makes you valuable as a woman. <laughs> like, and I can, I know you're laughing. So angry. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, that was, and that was always how it was. Now my grandmother demanded that she did well in school too, but she really did see the overall goal as her, you know, becoming a mom and a wife and that's what life is about and and that's your goal so um when I was growing up I felt exactly like you I was like holy shit this is this is bullshit this is Uh pissing me off right now like how could you just be so subservient to dad like I don't get it um you know equal women girl power this that and the third right okay fine that's how I always felt but now I feel different (laughs) <laughs> Do you feel different than the way you felt when you were growing up or no? Um, not really, honestly. I think I think now that I have a child, it it would be a lot more convenient and nice to stay at home and take care of him and kind of preoccupy myself with more of like the household things. But even yep. still, I would not be a happy person if I were to stay at home and cook and clean like every day and that would be like my oh my god my only you know role in my marriage like I couldn't like literally nothing would make me happier go find a part-time job and do something like even if it was like cashier like I would do something just because I need that freedom I need that financial freedom to feel like I'm contributing and I'm doing something and I don't know you don't feel like your you don't feel like your contribution your great contribution could be the amazing men or women that you raise. I mean, I, let's let's not let's think about that for a second. I mean, there's generations of women before us that spent their lives at home raising children, and they saw that as like the thing that they were put here to do. I mean, is that so wrong? I don't is it no? But it was a different world back then. I mean, women couldn't even. Vote. We have evolved. We have evolved. You know, women literally were prices to be won when it came to when it came to you know arranged marriages and things like that. It was more yes. like a like a deal. Women were treated right. as you know property. Even like your right. father would give you away to a certain family for the. Yeah, that's true. Of- you know, whatever. And that to me takes away a lot of, well, not only were women not allowed to speak up, speak their minds and were supposed to take care of just the family and the home and all that. It was, it was what was expected of them. But now that we can vote and we have a voice, I think, why not have everybody listen to us? You know, I don't. Oh my God. Of course. Absolutely. Yes. No, a hundred percent. I mean, I think that 
I think that women are like amazing multitaskers um, and which is the reason why I really feel like we are in, in 2019, 2020 for a few years now, there's more women than ever before who are heads of household breadwinners in the United States, right? So we're yeah. making the money. We're making yeah. more than the men. Um, I think that's because like, I don't want to say we're smarter, but I want to say we're better at doing more things at the same time, I think. And I think that makes us like really effective in the house too, with babies and the everything else. But, you know, when I was, when, like I said, when I was growing up, it annoyed me that my mom had those, those ideas. And really up until recently, I felt that way. But probably after my, I had my children, I started to feel differently. And I started to feel like me working and working so hard and fighting so hard to work and be that independent woman that I always wanted to be, like for me personally, that didn't really pay off in the best way that it could have for me. Right. Because I would, I wanted to be home. Like when I, after I had my children, if you had asked me before I had my children, before I had my children, I did not want to be home. I was like, I have a career. It's going great. I'm on my way up. Um, but the second that I looked into that, my first son's eyes, I was like, I never want to go back to work. And I had to anyway. Yeah. And that was really painful for me. And it was no less painful the second time when I had my second son. So I think about those things. And then I think about how hard women, like, you know, struggled to be able to work and I know how bad this is going to sound, but like, why did we fucking work so hard? Why didn't we just like, I, I could be home right now, just like sitting on my ass baking apple pies. What the fuck, man? <laughs> because we were second class citizens and that is so messed up in my mind. Like, I'm, I'm on your boat. I'm on your boat. Like, when I have my son again, not to, not that we're trying to get mushy here, but you know, there's so much going on. There are hormones happening. You feel like you have to have this connection with this child. And if you are, if everything's going correct, because I know, you know, some women suffer from postpartum depression, all that. But if everything's going okay, you do want to stay with this baby and you want to be there for them. Yes. You want to do everything possible to, you know, just be that one person to them. So leaving to go to work after having a baby and let me tell you something, this is a, a different discussion for another day, but 12 weeks is BS, everybody. Um, this country, oh my God, get it together. To tell <laughs> we, you the we truth. We really need to fight for proper maternity leave because I'm telling you right now, 12, week is, 12 weeks is just ridiculous. And you know what? For anybody who would argue with us, believe me, for anybody who would argue with us and say, you know, after 12 weeks, your body should be healed, right? What's the problem? Go back to work. You know what? body and mind are not different are, are completely different things okay so my body was healed technically yes i could put on a pair of jeans again zip them up and go to work but my brain had just had like my first child i was i suffered from like separation anxiety from that i cry i remember vividly the first day that i had to leave my first son and i sat in the driveway of my house before i pulled away and i cried for like 10 minutes straight and i cried every day for like months because i wasn't with him yeah so that's real and like you know people who think that women don't go 
through that we do and a lot probably a lot of it has to do with like all the hormonal shifts that you go through during pregnancy and all that and then Mm -hmm. you have those leftover hormones after you have the baby so you're all fucking crazy and acting like a nut and it's true it happens all right don't send me hate mail it fucking happens but (laughs) but I don't know we're not sensitive enough to pregnant women so yeah 12 weeks is not enough yeah you know you go back to work and then you finally find a groove of whether you're taking your son or daughter to daycare and then you pick them up and then you come home and you have a routine and then the next day you do the same thing. So you finally get in that groove of working mom mode. But so if you get to a point where you say, how much easier would it be if I just stayed home? And I, and my, my sole purpose was to take care of my kid. But like I said, Personally, I obviously did feel that way for pretty much the first year of my son's life because they're so small and and you feel like you miss out on a lot. But I can tell you right now that he's a toddler. I would be miserable if I was taking care of him 24-7. And people can hate me for saying that and that's fine, but I find a lot of satisfaction in the ability of getting up, going to work, contributing in that way and more of an adult way and then coming home and spending time with my son quality with my son and so be it if people want to judge me for it fine but that's just who I am and I worked really hard in my career in my my studies for me to just stop completely and not contribute in that those were my dreams, you know, like I want to keep doing what I dreamt I would be doing as an adult. So, and I think that that teaches my son that anyone can do whatever it is that they dream about doing. And I think that's a very valuable lesson. Well, of course, of course, it's all valuable. I'm just being lazy as shit. I just (laughs) want to sit home and cook all day. Let's get fucking real. But so, yeah, I mean, it would be easier. It would be a lot easier. But sometimes the easiest thing is not the thing that makes you the happiest, you know? No, it's true. But you know what? YOLO, okay? Like, I just want to enjoy my life. And I'm not going to lie, spending an hour or, no, it's not exactly an hour, spending like 45 minutes a day, Monday through Friday, in bumper-to-bumper traffic to get to my job where I work with a bunch of people that mostly are just turds, all right? I'm just going to fucking say that they're turds, a lot of them, okay? And the ones who I like know that I like them. The rest of them are fucking turds. (laughs) And I have to work with these people, and I have to spend more time with these people than I spend with my sons. That's not worth it to me. I don't fucking care. You know what? I had dreams when I was younger. You know what my dreams were? To have a lot of fucking money. A lot, a hell of a lot more than I have now. (laughs) And that didn't happen. So I've got new dreams. And now my new dreams is that hopefully one day I'll get to spend more time watching my sons grow up. I would really like that. I'd like to spend less, less of my time slaving away in an office yeah i don't even like most of the people that i work with yeah and it's like that at every job you go to too so yeah i mean you're yeah Yeah. it's true 
I, if I had to choose between being in an office and spending time with my son and his being a part of his every day, absolutely. I would definitely choose that. But when it comes to having that, I guess, intellectual stimuli where I'm trying to solve problems and trying to, you know, put product to market, all of that stuff that I do on a day to day at my job is so intellectually stimulating to me to the point where I feel like I need it in my life in order to be a better mom. Because if I wasn't doing that, I think that I would not be myself. That's a fair point. You need an outlet. Yeah, I definitely do. And, you know, and this is not to say that women that stay home aren't working hard. Like I've said it before, that shit is hard. Managing yeah. a house is really hard work. Managing children schedules, a household schedule, maybe you're even doing the household financials. Like that stuff is really difficult. Oh yeah, those women are not on vacation. No, it is not a vacation. And let me tell you something. Now that we're in quarantine and I'm here all day every day, I can I can totally understand that. Um, how hard it is and how yep. mind numbing it could be. You know. So, and that's why I know that if I were doing that day in and day out, I would really struggle with it, hands down. Which is funny because, like you said, women were meant, like, a long time ago, women were expected to do this, no questions asked. So, who's to say? Maybe there was a reason. Maybe there was a reason that for thousands of years, it worked this way. Eh? I don't know, man. We're the strongest ones that can handle it. I don't know. I think so too. I think we are. I think we are. I think that men be physically, okay, men are, not might, because I know there's a lot of guys that that listen to the show. Men are physically stronger than women, but are they emotionally stronger? Hmm. I mean, that is a question Hmm. I want to answer (laughs) I think that I I mean just speaking from like the physical strenuous work that women go through to even bear children well well no I meant like you know like every day like come on you gotta ask the guy to open the fucking pickle jar and shit like that come on Ashley like I'm not opening that thing by myself (laughs) I'm just saying just saying but what I'm saying though is you know, you said mentally. Are they mentally stronger? I don't know because all men? like men. No, men are not mentally stronger. No, I don't know. I don't know, and I'll tell you why. Sorry, no. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm thinking. So, obviously, when you go into the stereotypical gender roles, you have a man who is responsible for the household and providing for the household and the wife and the children and. And okay. the bills yep. and all of that. That's a lot of stress on a man. That's a lot of stress. It is. It is. It is. It is. That's a lot. And that's, yeah. Okay. That's a lot. Okay. I'll give them that. That's really fucking hard. I really was only thinking about, and I might be a little sauced right now too, but I was really <laughs> only thinking about childbirth because yeah. childbirth for me, childbirth was mostly mental fortitude getting through that. Okay? Yeah, it, is. it really is. Physically. Physically, physically, it was very tough, of course. Of course, it was hard. It was very painful. But, but really, I mean, childbirth is a mental fuck. So <laughs> I don't know if I, 
I've seen the way my ex-boyfriends, my current husband, I've seen the way you guys react to getting a cold. I don't know, man. I don't know if you're stronger than me mentally. (laughs) I mean, I would probably agree with that too. I don't know that men could handle child. And I say it with a smile on my face and all the love for the guys listening. Trust me. (laughs) I don't know if you guys could handle childbirth. It is a big deal. And then everything that comes along after childbirth. After, after. Like the ruining of your body. Like for starters, you know, like you're just never, you will never look the same unless you go and hop into some doctor's office and get a full body makeover, which most of us don't right? Most of us just live with those scars. Yeah. You sneeze or you cough or like you pee. Do, do you guys know that? Because I'll tell you right now, that's a thing, okay? It's a fucking thing. Yes, it is. You didn't know now, now you know. So if you're making you don't know, your wives you know. or your moms or your sisters for needing to go to the bathroom all the time, this is yeah. why. Because they birthed you, okay? They're just trying not to piss their pants. They're just trying not to piss their pants. <laughs> All right, but let's be honest here. <laughs> Men have to deal with a lot of stress as well. It's different tri- type of stress, yeah. you know? But I think it's, it's equally as burdensome, if that's a word. Is that a word? Uh-huh. Because uh, if you were to tell me that I'm supposed to – let's switch it, right? If women were the breadwinners, expected breadwinners for years and years and years, and they needed to make the money and all that good stuff, for a long time, then that's really tough to do. It it would be like you it's would have very to demanding. Constantly be looking for a better salary, constantly trying to fight your way up the ladder, constantly trying to, you know, pay the bills on time, make sure you have enough money and this and that. It's a lot. You know? I mean so, Yeah, it is. I'm sure it is. I've never been in the situation where a whole bunch of people only depended on me. And I've thought about that a lot, you know, with with the men out there that have, you know, their wife and their multiple children and their mortgage and their cars. Like, that's got to be really, really challenging. So, you know, I think maybe the point is that no matter if you're a man or a woman, we all go through shit. We've all got to be a little more understanding of each other. And uh, kumbaya, bitches. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And I'm almost done with this drink, by the way. I made it all the way to the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. So I agree. I think we should respect each other and the roles that we play, whether, you know, we're in 2020. So maybe your wife is the breadwinner and you're the stay-at-home dad. And that's totally fine, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I admire that because not only is that not easy to begin with, but now you're dealing with some backwards people who are so stereotypical and they're like, oh, why aren't you the breadwinner? You know, and you feel judged for that and like, fuck that, who cares? Mm-hmm. You're contributing to your family in the best way that you can. That's and right. You know? That's right. It's all about just, you know, you gotta, you gotta step into the ring and give it your best fight, you know, and you're all into this together. That's it. I agree. But when it comes right. to me, I'm going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully one day I'll never have to go back there. 
So I guess that about wraps it up for us on this Wine Down Wednesday. We hope you guys enjoyed your time with us as much as we always enjoy hanging out with you. So if you want to follow us on social, we are at Amber Ashley Show pretty much wherever you are. And we hope you have a super awesome night. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.